Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma Let You Finish on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's show 106 with your people's Court and Amy. It's summer. It's my motherfucking birthday week. And it's Leo season. Hello. Hello. Uh, was it 106 the temperature it was averaging in New York this the thing, past let week? Let me just tell you something. <laughs> and I like it hot. I do. I love hot weather. Everybody knows. It's been really hot. No, it's been really <laughs> But we hot. can't even talk about it because everywhere else, it's really been hot. Yeah, I keep yeah, speaking yeah. to my friend Stacy in Vegas. She's like, 12 degrees, dying. And then my mother's in Virginia. It's like 100 or something degrees. So, you know, whenever it gets hot in the city, we're all like, oh, my God. But I will say. It was hot. It's been, you know, it's been good for the beaches and. And outside activity, because I, I spent most of it kind of just sitting outside. And even though it was hot, I appreciate it. You know? That's good of you. It's still hot. But it's summer, <laughs> and it's just going to get worse. So, yay. Yeah, I'm a summer baby. So for me, and you're the beginning of summer baby, but you're no, not. No, no, no. This is not summer baby. This is talking about, I. well, I'd say I actually read a really interesting article that said how summer used to always be a time of for kids, you know, this and that and freedom and outdoors. And now, and we'll get into a touch briefly on this, but uh, summer now represents fires and heat stroke and death because it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter every year. So it's like, don't go outside. It's too hot. But anyway, let's talk about something good that happened in the summer last weekend, something positive, um, which was unannounced. Um, uh, Joni Mitchell appeared at the Newport Folk Festival, the revered Newport Folk Festival in beautiful Newport, Rhode Island, um, where I got my very first tattoo, not at the Folk Festival, but in Newport. And it was the first time she'd been there, I believe, in 53 years, 51 years, a very long time. And uh, did you? The clips are all over the internet. Have you have you watched any of them? Well, obviously you've watched them. You posted. I mean, completely. As soon as I saw, first of all, I love Joni Mitchell. 
So as soon as I saw, I, I, I was flicking past something and I was like, that looks like Jody Mitchell on the stage. Then I went back, I was like, holy shit, Jody Mitchell's on yeah. the stage. <laughs> oh, and she's singing. Yeah. Work. And, you know, Brandy well, Carlisle put together an all-star tribute, and people didn't realize Joni was going to be there. And they set it up like her living room. So she was seated, and all the singers who sang with her, everybody was seated. And it was just great to, you know, see her and great to hear her. And, you know, she's she had that, that aneurysm in, in 2015. And, you know, we didn't think she would perform again. So it was really nice to see her. And she, you know, listen, the words legend and icon are thrown around way too easy many people. She really is both of those things, you know? So it's great to always see the legendary kids still on stage. And it was great that no one knew it was going to happen. And there she was. I love well, the what, idea of that. I, yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, look, I mean, you know, it was very likely that people thought she would never perform again for good reason. She, she mentioned in an interview that she had to look on YouTube and reteach herself how to play guitar, which is even harder to learn how to play guitar again than singing. And yes, obviously her voice has changed because A, she's a chain smoker, so her voice was changing anyway. And she went through a very, very serious medical condition and she's not young and, you know, things happen. The only thing I think I find really weird about this, and 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 it's a wonderful event, and, and, and the poignancy of, a, of an older woman who has come very close to death several times in her life, because she's also a polio survivor, um, singing Circle Game, and both sides now. I mean, there is a poignancy to that. Um, and and to see Winona Judd, who just went through the suicide of her mother, singing with her. The only thing that kind of drives me a little kind of like eye-rolling about the way this is all being couched is this idea that Joni Mitchell is finally getting the, the praise she deserves. No one has ever... Joni Mitchell has always been a revered artist. So I just find it yeah, kind of, maybe it's, for the new generation. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, she's not someone who is some, no one ever talks about her in, in, you know, so that part, but I will let that slide. No, it's lazy. It's a lazy, yeah, it's right? lazy. Okay. She was yeah. just given a Kennedy Center honor a couple of years right. ago. She just got a, Joni Lifetime, Mitchell is, yeah. Joni yeah. Mitchell has been revered since she came out. Right. <laughs> I mean, Basically. and that, and that never well, even through no. the records that even through the records that people did not like and that they, they weren't commercially successful, she was still always treated as Joni Mitchell. Well, I will that say one thing went. though: she was not treated the same with the same majesty as the men were. Uh, but she that's was, two different conversations, right, right? But I'm saying that she was always considered a serious, important artist. So, but that's, absolutely, that's a generational thing, and you know, mm -hmm. it's such a small little hiccup in an otherwise beautiful performance if, if brandy carlisle wants to act wants to be the guardian of joni mitchell's legacy then go for it brandy yep. because if Listen. she's if she can do it then go for it you know i'm all and for keep it. it alive let people discover this catalog look it's like kate bush right kate bush is now number three it's gone back up it's number right. three in the u.s if if people are going to discover if it's going to take that one little thing I'm all for it because yeah, these are important artists and I'm glad that they're still a part of the conversation in such a way. Yeah. All right. Um, the Mercury Prize 
Mercury Prize brought to you by Heinz Ketchup, you know, <laughs> right? It's sponsored by somebody, right? The Mercury Prize brought it, oh, to yes, you. Always. It used to be Hyundai. For years, it was Hyundai, the Hyundai right. Mercury Prize. now it's Prize. like music it was, now. Music, and, it was, yeah. and it was Barclays card, Mercury right, right. Prize. It was yeah. yeah. yeah but a couple, like of when, fa- a couple, couple of our favorites are up. Yeah. Listen, so Harry. There's 12, ha- there's 12 nominees, right? You want to, should we just read them off real quick or do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, where are they? Where are they? Amy, where'd you do with the Mercury Prize? Oh, I lost them. Do you have them? I lost the Mercury Prize. I have them right here. I lost the Mercury Prize. You lost the Mercury Prize. Okay, ready? It is Fergus McCreedle for Forest Floor, Gwino, Harry Styles, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler, Joy Crooks, Ken Joy Radical, Lil Sims, Nova Twins, Self Esteem, Sam Fender, Wet Leg, and Yard Act. I mean, these are some, this is a strong competition. It's a strong category. A lot of these artists are not as well known in the United States. I will, all right, I'm going to make my prediction. Hmm? I think Wet Leg might take it. I think, you know. I think Harry saw, I mean, they they tend to I don't think it'll be Harry. No, I don't think think it's going to be Harry. Harry's going to win the Brits and all the mainstream awards. He's not going to get the Mercury Prize because that's kind of like, I mean, it could be Little Sims. Mm -hmm. But she's won before, right? She's no, won. last year was Arlo. Arlo Parks. No, yeah. no, she won the Brit last year, and we were, okay. and we were. She won the Brit. I mean, so listen, it could be Sam Fender. That Sam, Sam Fender, Fender record is was so huge. good. Listen, so good. Enjoy Crooks. There's some really great records. There's right some here. good things there, and I, yeah, I would Harry, like to see Wet Leg snatch it. I, really I would, would like to see Wet Leg do it, and also for those of you who are Wet Leg and Harry Styles fans, his cover of Wet Dream, which is on the internet, is about as good a cover as you can. But you know, I did love that Joy Crooks record too. That's a, yeah. That's a. There's that's no a one really bad. Good. That's the thing. No, I'll give. The, a, I'll give yeah. the. I'll give the Mercury this. There's never one of those like. Are you kidding me? No, it's always a really interesting cross And representative. Of, it's yeah, always very of representative Absolutely. of... Well, and, and speaking of awards, of like an award... What if you gave an award show for uh, something? The VMAs. Oh, wow. Let's give it's, it a award it's, it's a TV show. Can we just first it, well, of all you know say it's, it's a TV you, show? It's the thing that happens every year. And you know, even and it's this even thing that happens every year. None of my young, the young people in my family, not one of them could tell you where MTV is on their channel. That's just the truth. They don't, they don't watch it. Yeah. They haven't, like, they just don't yeah, watch it somewhere. But people will watch the VMAs mm-hmm. because it's that thing, right? And now yeah. it's more about, even less so on television. It's more about all of this pieces online and the repeat. It's all the, the social interaction media interaction and, all of that, right? and stuff. So, yeah. you know. The three uh, highest nominees are Lil Nas X, okay. uh, Jack Harlow, okay. and Kendrick Harry. Lamar. Oh, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. Okay. They all have seven. The people okay. who have six are Harry, Doja Cat, and somebody else. So yeah, the awards are happening. The endings came this morning. Adele's got some nominations, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know what's great? I, did, I didn't even know Alicia Keys put out an album this year, did she? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm it not was, saying that to wait, be mean. It was a I'm double like, album. Too. Like okay. That. Well, there you go. And it was her last one on RCA. I believe now she's going to be an independent artist. Great. Uh, the <laughs> point is, is that uh, the point is that the VMAs really has become a place like it, it's it's like you know um, the People's Choice Awards or something. It's just you know Normani. This is like really again Normani. Where they right? You know. Yay! Great. Her, I mean, great. Yay! You know. I mean, great. 
seriously. It's live performances. The performances are fun. Right. There's always that like some basically, special. Right. Yeah. It's going to be about it's, who wore what, who, who de- does their debut performance of something. Right. Maybe who if they drags look, out who. Who drags maybe out who. Maybe if they're lucky enough, they'll get a really big star. Maybe they'll get a Beyonce performance because she, she has a history. Like, last time she performed on there, she did formations. So she does have a history. Is it New York or L.A. this year? Um, I didn't even look. Hold on, let's check. I just want to know. That's wait. That's how much I was interested. I was right. Like, oh, I just want to know. The, I just want to know if the streets are going to be closed down because when they they shut my neighborhood down when it's in in New they York. They do. So. They do shut your neighborhood down when it's in New York. <laughs> wait, hold on. Let's see. Doesn't even say. Where is it? <laughs> so Reese's and a little like where the hell is it? Oh well. Maybe they're not even putting on a show. Maybe it's just in a soundstage somewhere. I mean, we could. Anyway, get that well, anyway, in. all right. Let's. It. It doesn't. We'll figure that out. All right. Um, th- this is something that I. Oh my god! Hey, Wendy. Wendy Plow still works at MTV. I used to work with Wendy at MTV. Hey, Wendy. Um, <laughs> it's funny to see these names. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't. Seen all right. So let's just talk briefly about. So in case you uh, have been napping, uh, the world is on fire, literally, and uh, climate change, unless you're a Republican, um, you're aware of the fact that the world is on fire and Europe has never been hotter and, and there's fire, literally fires everywhere. So because of those fires... Pearl Jam, uh, Eddie Vedder, what was it? He had throat condition because of the fires and they had to cancel a couple of European dates. Yeah, they performed in France and his vocal cords got damaged from that show from the smoke and the air. All right, so that's just to show that there are some upsides of climate change. That Eddie Vedder, that Pearl Jam has to cancel dates. I take is like, I think we have, yay, climate change. That's terrible. They're a horrible band. That's even bad for you. No. What's wrong with Pearl Jam? What isn't wrong with Pearl? Should we start going? (laughs) He's the worst part about Pearl Jam. He's an overwrought histrionic singer. So I'm sorry he's sick. He doesn't have cancer. He's got... You know, his throat hurts, and I'm very sorry, and I'm more sorry that the world is on fire, but him having, you know, we did you a favor, but, you know, he's horrible. <laughs> They're a horrible band. Nobody likes Pearl Jam, Courtney. Horrible band. Overwrought, horrible. Them and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, all of them, horrible, horrible Who band. are on a sold-out stadium tour right now, their Good. first ever in their career, Whatever. and they just announced a double album coming. Yay. Speaking of speaking of coming, <laughs> Adele is actually coming. I can eat crow. She actually rescheduled the dates, which, of course, all of the people who bought the original tickets, their tickets work for these new dates. So essentially, anything that's available for those shows, you're going to pay through the nose. So the tickets for her opening night show are going for $40,000 on StubHub. And she added eight new dates. So if you love Adele... She'll be in Vegas from November to March. Good luck, yay. Merry Christmas. What's next? Well, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, she's going to put on the shows. We'll see how they are. I mean, I've heard she's a really good live artist. I think it'll be interesting. And and she, I don't, I I never thought she would not do it. I think that she is not. I thought it was a not, Fuji's number. I thought it was about to be, we were going to be Fuji. No, 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 no. She is way more. There's way less moving parts than Fuji's. You're not dealing with that much ego with the as you do with the Fuji's. I think she's somebody 
who was aware that all eyes are on her in in, yeah. in type of thing. So I'm glad she's doing it. And people Can I say, will... and and I love Adele. I'm not anti Adele. I love Adele, but yeah, I no, have I know. I've I've turned on tickets to her concerts because as much as I adore her and I think she'd probably be great, I I haven't had this burning desire to see. Right, right. I mean, maybe if I saw her sing on an award show or something, I'd be happy. I mean, I've met her. She's very, very nice. And right. I'm sure she sounds great. But I was like, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, well, there's just some people, you know. But you know don't... me. I, what the, but you know I love a really good singer. I don't need all of the flash and all of I really do love. I don't know why. It's like, why am I not excited about this Lady Gaga tour, right? Because I love she's Gaga. Born, because Lady I've Gaga seen her is, several yeah, times. And she's is, great, but she's great live. But I don't yeah, know. I feel like her, so I feel like seen I've seen it. Yeah, that's right. You've seen like. it. That's what I'm saying. It's the same yeah. reason you don't fall in love for the first time over and over and over again. You, it's like you don't. If you've seen somebody before and they were great as we get older we're very happy to be content with the memory of that was great and we don't need to replicate it over and over and over again so you know uh, that's my philosophical that's what meditation has taught me Courtney all right so we want to talk about old people in shows so um there's this huge I'm of two minds of this, but I'll just sort of set up this. Uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band are going on their first tour in, I think, over a decade. So it's a big deal. They're doing a, a world, you know, a U.S. tour, stadium tour. Um, and uh, the tickets are part of this whole Ticketmaster dynamic pricing thing, which is just a ridiculous, ridiculous bait and switch it's like it's vegas such pricing bullshit. it's such bullshit it's vegas pricing but there has been uh to the point the backlash has been to the point where Ticketmaster had to issue a response saying that only 11 percent of the tickets are are through this ridiculous thing i i have this is my feeling about it first off the consumer has the power if you don't want to pay for these things, then you boycott it and companies right. will eventually. That's number one. Right. But I think that the reaction has been so fervent for this because it's Bruce Springsteen, because this has been going on for a while. Harry Styles tickets are doing this. Um, Paul McCartney just toured with the same pricing dynamic. People are still under the delusion that. And I am a saw Bruce Springsteen in 1975 at CW Post College. So still, I have been. Did he still the blue collar guy who? That they still think that Bruce Springsteen is like one of the boys, and he is a very smart man. He's a, I know people who have worked with him said he's a fantastic guy. But if you still think that Bruce Springsteen, I mean, he's best friends with Barack Obama for crying out loud, <laughs> who is also not one of the guys, by the way. Bruce Springsteen has been a very... His daughter's an equestrian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's daughter is an Olympic equestrian. This is not a sport that the poers go into, okay? No. And there's nothing wrong with this. He earned his money, but I read his um, his memoir, and the funniest thing in his... And it's a, it's a very good book, but, you know, his whole, you know, cars and the whole thing. Bruce Springsteen didn't have a driver's license until he was in his 30s. It's a persona, this is, he is from the working class. He did grow up rough and tumble. So to to take it personally that Bruce Springsteen, who is not setting these prices, I'm not saying he couldn't do something about it, but it's like, it, he's not your boy. No, he's no, Bruce but, Springsteen. But <laughs> if you as the artist, have, you have to say yes to something like dynamic price. 
that, that Steven Van Zandt no. has ta- said. But Steven Van uh, Zandt is the. I'm, t- I'm talking about Bruce Springsteen. No one's mm-hmm. coming to Stephen Branzan about what other prices and what is right. this going to be on your tour. I'm talking to somebody who's worked on that side of it. Right. The artist has to say, okay, we can do dynamic pricing. For the- You're going to know. You're going to talk about all those kind of things. Like, these are going to be the VIP seats, what this is going to be. All of that. Because it's all your money, ultimately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, my problem with it is, is you already have an expensive ticket. You want to sell VIP experiences, do that. People don't have any problem if you say, hey, here's a $4,000 VIP ticket. But if the tickets are priced between $50 and $399 on fucking show day, when the tickets go on sale, that's what it needs to be. And if Ticketmaster has an issue with resellers, then they should stop part of the resellers. Because I've gone, now listen, you and I have talked about this. We both have been very fortunate people that we don't normally pay concert tickets. You know what I mean? That's just a fact since the 90s. But I will go in there and look when things are going on sale. And I will go five minutes after something has gone on sale and immediately be pushed to resell tickets on on Ticketmaster. And I'm like, this is kind of crazy. This is showing Mm -hmm. you that regular people are not able to access these tickets. Figure that out with these bots. You can you can find software to pull my song down from any of these things within two seconds of it hitting right, anything. Right, but, but you're they can't me figure you this can't out. Figure out bots buying up all the tickets and then immediately reselling them for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Well, that's more. the issue. I mean, so to me, you're that's exactly it. The issue is a bait and switch and corporate mm-hmm. greed yep. and. This is where the consumer has the power because, yes, I understand you want to see Bruce Springsteen or whoever. I do think that he this is getting so much attention now because it's him, because I didn't hear the same screaming and yelling when Paul McCartney went on tour. Same kind of thing. And it is an event. You know, and and the funny thing is, it's from his fans who are also really wealthier fans and have money because they all went to see him on Broadway. And those tickets on Broadway were like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, they were crazy. Yeah, I understand everybody getting upset they got upset because those tickets were hitting like five thousand dollars and then Ticketmaster right. came back and put a cap on it saying like the tickets can't go for more than like two thousand something because that's that's what it is and like why should i pay five because if those tickets were two we probably wouldn't even be having this discussion because they would have just bought them for two thousand yeah exactly i mean so the whole dynamic pricing thing is a very bait and switch very vegas pricing it's like price line and it's bullshit and- because you know people want to go to the show so you're like well it's a supply and demand on day one of any ticket, everybody's coming to buy right. tickets. So to, tr- to try to say supply and demand is what you, it's a full bait and switch. Totally. Of we can make more money because we know you are all trying to get these tickets on well, the Well, this is why, and, and obviously we know touring costs have gone up for very many reasons, but this is why the consumer. I mean, consumers have power. If you want some, you know, you boycott something. If people just for a second, and I understand you want to go see Bruce Springsteen, but guess what? Just don't buy the tickets. Now, that's never going to happen because people are not, Americans are not, uh, think that boycotts are socialism or something like that. But don't buy the tickets. And I'll, I'll guarantee you, if people stop buying things suddenly... The ch- the policy would change, but yeah, it's it's a it's an effed up policy. It's exploitive. It's it's very craven. People have to stop playing into it. And we'll see how it pans out. I mean, there's been enough backlash, but I do like I said, and I it, it's because it's him, and he represents something that 
you know, quite honestly, he is not anymore. And you would think his management is Timothy, super smart. He's and got- he ha- wait, and he hasn't been. Since the 1980s. Well, I'm saying since Born to Run. 1980s? 1980? When Born to Run, when he was on the cover of Time Magazine and Newsweek, I think his days of collecting food stamps were over. And this is not a diss. He is every right. It's very factual. Every right. I think people, because he wore jeans, they were like, see? Yeah. He looked like an old boyfriend of mine. We were like... It never every right. He comes from the working class. He has not really been nice the working. I've met him. He's, he's really a nice. really nice guy, he's and he's a good artist, and he's a good person. But the thing is, is that to sit there, all the thing of like, you know, Bruce Springsteen, you should know better. The working man. He's not the working man. He's and, Bruce Springsteen. For and Christ neither sake. are you guys who still buy his records. Well, there's that too. So please stop. Yeah, please stop. You're the you're work you're working in Briarcliff Manor. You know okay? what I'm saying? It's like I live Come in on. Bedford. This is really ridiculous. You know, I can't be paying I, this amount. Right. I can't pay Muffy's tuition and Bruce Springsteen tickets. You know what I'm saying? Same. I have a kid in NYU, a kid in Columbia, a kid in Tulane. I mean, what really? am I supposed to do? <laughs> Tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. Come on. Um, fun fact, I sung a Bruce Springsteen song at my high school graduation. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. No problem. <laughs> For no good reason. Um, all right. So we talked a lot about these artists who do effed up things and then are, are punished. And I'm putting that in big quotation marks. But, gee, what a miracle. It seems that if you're a man, especially, if you do something egregious or offensive or awful, just give it, what did we say? Did we set our clocks to six months for some of these guys? Did we mm-hmm. give them a year? Just set your timer and eventually all will be forgiven. So uh, Morgan Whalen is back. That was fast, right? Well, no, you know what? Honestly, what, and li- is it little baby or dub baby? Who's the bad baby? The baby, the baby. Dub baby's the bad baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, dub baby is back. Travis Scott is working his way back now. But I believe everybody has the right to come back and work their way back. It's, this is America. You make mistakes. Shit is fucked up. But I think people have to be allowed to make a living. You know what I mean? And and. You know, there's an audience for people. They they have people who love them, and I do think you have to let people get back to work. Depending on, you know, like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? You said something offensive that people didn't like, okay? It's fucked up. You get spanked, you get sent to the corner for a little bit, but I also don't think you should not be able to make a living and support. You know, it's like the R. Kelly's of the world, you know, that's a different thing. If you're doing something that physically is bringing harm and danger and trauma to somebody, that's a different thing, you know what I mean? But saying something stupid, like, yeah, you said something stupid. It's really dumb. But I don't think that should mean you can't ever work again. No? It's like, because we all have the choice. You can choose not to listen to any of these. And that's what I choose to do. If, like, if I don't like you, I just don't listen to you. I don't think you should not be able to exist. You just don't have to get played in my house. Well, the difference, I mean, I agree to an extent, but the thing is, is that we should always remember that the only artists who have suffered long-standing career retribution are women. 
Kathy Griffin is still persona non grata in the in the entertainment business. The Dixie Chicks or Chicks, excuse me, are st- we're still now. They may not have been able to make a comeback because time has gone and things have changed. But it's the women who, or I cannot think of one male artist who has Louis C.K got a Grammy. Dave Chappelle continues to do what Dave Chappelle does. The baby, all these guys, nobody has ever, unless they've broken the law, obviously. I mean, but nobody has ever paid a real price for anything. And I'm not saying they should, but none of them have, except for the women artists. So that's the, that's the thing that Well, really, that's the biggest societal issue. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what that's just makes me so, because you can get up there and say unbelievably homophobic, racist stuff, but if you're a man... It's all good. So that, right. yes, that's a bigger problem. But I mean, it, that's just troubling to me. Yeah, but they really it, tried to destroy Kathy Griffin. They did they it. They did. They, they really, did it. I mean, really, they really did it. I mean, really that's why I'm saying when people rant her. and rave about cancel culture, the only people who ever get canceled are liberals and progressive thinkers. I have never seen a conservative. What conservative has ever lost their job for real over what they're saying or what they're doing? I can't think of anybody, you know? Donald Trump, you know, and the and even you know. Anyway, so I agree that you should be allowed. I don't think any of these guys are in any way um, contrite about what they've done. I don't think they give a fuck. I don't think. I think they just got away with it because men get away with stuff. But life goes on. I'm not fans of any of theirs, so it'll be fine. Well, but- no, I think I listen. I I I you know, Oregon when that happened, his album stayed number one. But there was a cost for that. And even to baby, like he's coming back. But the people who love him were never upset with what he said, right? You know, but there was a little bit of a cost for that. And I think sometimes there's a cost, but you should be allowed to just come back. And I also feel like if you stand by what you said, stand by what you said. Again, we all have choices. We could be like, I don't fuck with him. And I do think Travis Scott, you know, was really unfortunate what happened at his event. But he should be able to get back to work. Because, I mean, fucking Live Nation has never stopped working. And Live Nation was the co-runner of that event. And they seem to have gotten off the hook. And all of the, everything has fallen down on on him. Like, perfect example. And I know this is off the cuff. You don't watch this show. But I've been seeing all of this energy. Like, I don't watch it either. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills surrounding Erica Jane and the thing with her husband. And I find it interesting that everything is... Like, I don't... I think the way she's handled it, trying to fight for the presents she said she was giving or the jewelry that was that was bought with ill-gotten gains, I think that was a really bad move. But her husband had a whole law firm, and I don't feel like anybody's throwing the aim at them. They just kind of say his wife, like she knew that he was stealing. Like, what about all those men that worked at his law firm with him, those law partners? Like, they, I feel like how are they not in just as much trouble if all of these egregious happening very weird like i do notice that women get a boulder thrown at them when when men get a boulder thrown at them there's somebody to punch the boulder and it turns into a bunch of little pebbles but women seem to get steamrolled by that boulder and every bit of their action is really analyzed and micro analyzed and looked at and and broken down in ways that they kind of don't do for the men men do seem to get that well, yeah, well, yeah, of moment. course. Yeah, they're. I mean, but her emails, okay? Right. I mean, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and meanwhile, the Secret Service is erasing texts. Right. Yeah, and- <laughs> so, I mean, you know, 
mean, to protect come on. one man. Come on. It, it's, tu- it's, tu- it's Tuesday morning. I'd like to right. make it throughout the week without having a full-out rage attack. I try to... All right, let's talk about something that everybody can agree with is wonderful and amazing and beautiful, and that is the summer of Bad Bunny. I mean, who saw that coming? Who it's saw? Like, well, obviously, like, <laughs> not. I mean, well, because he's well, actually, he's been building and building and building, building and, and building. But this album is number one for a sixth week. That's yeah. really incredible. The right. way all of this shit works and street streaming equivalent. Units and he's and in a new movie bullshit. too, right? Isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, the- he's gonna be. In, he's gonna be in a Marvel film. So you know, it is. No, no, no. He's also uh, in a bad a Brad Pitt movie that's coming out. Oh, a Bad Train is? or something like that. Oh, okay. Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Oh, he's yeah, he's in that. Right, 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 right. Listen, right. Summer of Bad Bunny, right? Summer of Bad Bunny and Harry Styles, whose album is. But the Harry Styles thing is, is that, no, the Harry Styles thing is undeniable, but I'm saying the Harry Styles thing in terms of that's not unexpected in that, in that, let's be honest, he's, he's, he's an Anglo artist that the fact that we have a number one album in this country and only, it's not only Spanish speaking kids that are buying Bad Bunny. It's across the board. Now I don't speak Spanish and I was speaking to a friend of mine who is Venezuelan, who, who is a, a musician who's a, who produces uh, Latin acts. And he said kids will tell him Bad Bunny's lyrics, and I've looked at them, are extraordinary. So the fact that he is appealing to so many people without us really understanding what he's saying speaks to the just his inventiveness and his whole... I, I just like his whole vibe. I like that he's sort of doing his own thing. He's in well, he's his own lane. Well, he's a star. Lane. A star. Yeah, he's, he's got it's that, that charisma. It's that yeah. thing that you can't, you can't teach that. You can't put somebody in dancing and singing school. They can't get that. No. You're and born then, with it. Right. And that he's not singing in English. I admire no. that because the Me pressure too. must be on for him to start singing in English. Well, and this he's is album not. like number three or four, right? And, right? and it's been building from each record. And, you know, sometimes people feel that pressure like you want to break out in America. Do you want to have that worldwide audience? The you Shakira it. thing. You need, it. Shakira. you need it. You need an English language record. And I'm glad, like you, I'm happy that that is not what he has done, and he is having success. And and this he's kind interesting. Of he's an interesting yeah, guy. I've yeah. seen him interviewed in his shows about. So it's a really it's it's sort of it gives you sort of not to be all like deep about it, it does sort of give you hope sometimes because we're one of the only countries where you know people don't speak lots of languages. You go to other countries, people speak several languages in Europe, especially. And it's nice that in this age where we're demonizing people and, and making, you know, others out of people that the biggest pop star right now, well, there's two big pop stars. One is a predictable pop star in Harry Styles in, you know, I mean, let's be honest, he's fantastic, but he's a good looking white guy. I mean, that's not like, oh, shocking. A good looking white guy is a pop star, but that bad bunny, it's comforting in a way. It gives you kind of hope and the music's great. That's the main thing. It's not shit music. It's really, really great, you know, and he's fun. So Yay, Bad Bunny. It's it's Bad Bunny summer. It's a bad... We didn't have a hot vac summer. We have a hot bunny summer. <laughs> and congrats to Lizzo for having her second number one on the Hot 100 with about damn time. It has gone to its number one this week. And that is a big accomplishment. We love that. We love that. We love that. Yay, what do you yay, think? Yay. All right, but let's talk about the album. Come on. 
What do you I think enjoy of the it. Album? I think it's cute. You know what I mean? It works for me. It's cute. It's fine. You know what I mean? It's not the best album I've ever heard, but it's also not the worst. And it's also right. not made for 50-something-year-olds. Like no, that's me, not true. That's I mean? no, 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 no. No, because no, no. when think I hear, fair. When I, no, I certain music to me strikes yeah. as younger music, and certain music sounds like anybody can hear it. Like when I heard right. Dua Lipa's album, that didn't seem young to me. That just seemed like a fun dance pop record. When I listen sometimes to Lizzo's lyrics and stuff, and I know that could be encompassing for everybody, but to me, they just feel young. Okay. That's fair. I mean, you know? his, I look, I I think Lizzo's got a great voice. I, I like the whole Liz, Lizzo-ness of it. I just wish at this point we're like three albums in now, two albums in, and it's like, can you, it's the same story over and over and over again. I'm just, there's, I, I appreciate that she's about empowerment. I think there's a kind of weird revert, like, oh, look at, this is, I'm speaking not as myself. I'm speaking to people who look at her like, oh, look, she's really big and she's happy about it. Like, that's obnoxious right, to me. Right. That the, not that she's saying it, that people, but I just would like to hear an album for that is more of like, I deserve love, I have love, which is not to say those aren't valid things, but it just, her music sometimes sounds like this kind of very limited TED talk. Which is why um, when I said to you it feels young to me because yeah. as you know, as you get older, even with all the insecurities, I had a bunch of insecurities about myself, but you come to just love yourself, hopefully, in a way, as right. you get older and see yourself in a different way where you express it differently. Right. And you say things differently, right? It's 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 just that lived life experience. Uh, so, you know, it's fine. I see what you're saying. So yeah. you know what I mean? That's why it reads like young to me, like still trying to work some things out. And you know, she is yeah. a younger person. So she's probably still trying to work and it's coming out through her art. And like, it, listen, it's better than that rumor song that she tried to do with Cardi B, which was yeah. So No, like, it's garbage. As long as it wasn't that, I'm like, you're you're already looking up. You got a chance to listen to Brent Fiaz? I did. Now, it's funny because a couple of months ago when I was uh, subbing somewhere, we were talking about music and a couple of kids mentioned him. I did. Like, all right. So here's. I. My. I am somebody. I like a vibe, but I also need a song. And my. A lot of my. I think that this is. You can hear hip hop's influences in R&B in two ways. You hear it in the obvious Mary J. Blige hip hop soul kind of, you know, early 90s kind of vibe. You know, the D'Angelo, the, you know, R. Kelly, for better or for worse, Jodeci, that kind of stuff. And then you hear it in these newer guys. And I think that he's got a, a, a good voice and the stuff is interesting, but I'm going, where I need, where's your songs here? It's that, it's almost like the singing equivalent of what's going on. Like hip hop has become R&B and R&B has become hip hop. Because the rappers that are big right now are sing-songy, too. I mean, this kind of meandering sing-songy. So I think he's very talented. I think it's really interesting that he is somebody who has built a completely stealth rise. Because he's not, you don't, right? You don't see him. Right? He, no, and he's independent. He, and this is his right, first Number record. two album, right? This is his first it, record two? in the top ten. Very happy for him. And he did right. a series of pop-ups. And some of them had to get shut down. So many kids showed up. So it shows you that if you're talented. I think that's great. Have, that's I encouraging. I love that. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, because that shows that you can still have to build that base to the people. They like you. They show up. They come, you know? So I'm happy for him. I'm happy. No, I'm happy. I'm just saying that I, I, 
I I'm gonna listen to it again. I just but to I you think that you vo- need more of song construction. It's yeah, not- but that's me. That's my yeah. total. You know, it's it's funny because in some ways I do, in some kind of. I mean, that's always been my issue with Solange. I'm like, where are your songs? I don't hear a song. You know, I hear a lot of vibe. And I love and and, and that's you know and and I love Solange's songs. And people don't understand why I'm not Gaga Google over Frank Ocean. That's how I feel about him. I feel like it's a lot of vibe. There are some songs that I've liked, but I definitely don't have that thing that everybody else has. I think that Frank Ocean, it's funny. Even though he has immensely, I do think he's talented, you know? Yeah. No, I think it's funny because I was listening to the Steve Lacey record and he also comes out of the, he comes out of the internet too, right? Or is he Odd Wolf? No, Odd Future is Frank Ocean. Uh, The internet is Steve Lacey Lacey is the internet. But they're all kind of the same collective no the internet has they have some connection to each other earl sweatshirt kind of goes back and forth between them there is a sort of cosmic kind of connection between but the point is that i was listening to steve lacy and i was like love him or hate him the frank ocean influence is very prevalent in these guys because these kids are so young that Frank Ocean might have been an influence for them, which is kind of right. crazy when you think about it, because Frank Ocean is young. And I like the first two. Listen, I Frank like- Ocean can write a great song. I think he's really talented. Yeah. I've never loved a full Frank Ocean album. I like Channel Orange. I Okay, I really loved his mixtape, Future Nostalgia. Nostalgia Ultra, the Nostalgia best thing he's Ultra. done. Nostalgia Ultra, yeah. That, best I, thing. That, Love. I played that shit into to death. the ground. Right. So maybe that's why I've been so disappointed because that to me was such a high bar. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, okay, this other stuff is fine, but I'm like, oh, a lot of it thing. feels like navel gazing. A lot of yeah. it feels like the critics love me. I can do whatever the hell I want right now. And there's also the sense of like, come on, dude, it's been like a very long time. You know, like you're either that guy who you're either an artist or you're a phenomenon, you know, and we don't need phenomenons. But so I thought Steve Lacey was really, really good. I know that um, you've been telling me about he, the this Mabel is his record. first. This is his first top 10 record also. It debuted at oh, number great. seven. This is his first top 10. And that's higher than any internet album. The highest internet album was Hive Mind, and that was at number 26. So. They're a really interesting group, uh, internet. So, There's a lot of like, they're like the it. R&B Wu-Tang, like a Listen, lot of people coming Matt out Martin's, of that. Martin's, the drummer, is my guy. That album he put out is and Sid, Good. yeah, Sid is great. I told you I saw them open up for Gorillas, and they were fantastic. Yeah, they're really good live. Really, really. good. They're musicians, man. It's really yeah. Oh, I love. I love. They feel that like they feel like kids who were raised with parents who were playing music in the house, Absolutely. right? So <laughs> or like have some parent that's a musician who and were session players, and right? All, they have that energy of right. That's really like, like my dad player. was a session bass player kind you know of what vibe. I'm saying? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're Evie really. Wonders my uncle. You know, it's right. that kind. <laughs> right. It's that kind of energy. Right. Oh, oh, Donny Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, he's my godfather. Yeah. Okay. No. I just want to say I want to feel happy that I'm not the only one because I realize with your window closed, we don't have any air on during this. No, I have. I am I sitting have here. Oh, I'm sweating, sweating like, like a, a whole church, and I can see you? you're sweating too. Oh God! I am, lit- I am literally in here. I am wet. I know. <laughs> my shirt I know. is Well, my window me. is open, but my room, if I'm not directly under the fan, I'm also drinking hot coffee, and I'm also just, 
I come from but a see, swarthy tribe. And your window can be open because you live in the penthouse. So it people, doesn't, you ma- hear the it doesn't matter. I that, live on that, the fourth floor. So if I have this window open right now, you're going to hear honks and. Oh, no, you'll hear stuff too. There's guys hanging off my building right now on right. scaffolding. Oh, that's right. They're doing <laughs> the work outside your building. How's that going? Yeah. Are they. Uh, you know, done? who cares? I don't care. Aren't you who like cares? the queen of the board? Aren't you the one that people yell no. at? <laughs> no. No. It's, it has to be done or the building will fall down. And people will die. Yeah, you know, you want that to happen. You know, you want your buildings to be fixed. Um, let's get back to Mabel for a second, because I know you're a big fan of uh, Mabel, who is, um, it's her second album, Mabel? Her second album, about last night. Mm-hmm. And it's another, it's a dancey little club album. And listen, it's fun, fun, clubby, dancey songs. If I was. 20-something, this would totally be blaring out of my car at the beach this summer and dancing around with my friends. It's cute. And she's had her highest debut ever. The album debuted at number two on the British charts uh, past week. So, you know, the kids, the, the dance music moment is paying off a lot of people. And Lizzo had her highest debut with this album, with About Damn Time. It debuted at number two in the UK. Harry stopped it there. It debuted at number two in Australia. Her highest debut there. Harry stopped it there. And, okay. <laughs> and That's her, know. like, best friend, too. Right. So. Yep. Yeah, that's, like, her good buddy. I love the... Uh, the now, the Jesse Ware single. Now, Jesse Ware <laughs> is somebody who, uh, you know... Uh, talk about why isn't she a bigger star but maybe she doesn't have to be every record is good every record is different she started out first being kind of this kind of dream pop kind of it was a very different vibe she's gone more and more into a dance you know well she started dance her first the first time we heard her voice she was featured on a lot of different producers dance records but that first album was kind of devotion album was like I mean, for Wildest Moments was kind of a moodier a, kind of yeah, vibe. That's yeah. such a great, great de- oh. devotion. That's such a great. And running. Yeah. Run. Oh, so, I love her. So, so, I've always so, liked, so I've always liked her because she seems like a grown up, too. From jump, she no, seemed like I a love grown her up. because she's abroad. She curses like a sailor. And British you know, Jews, baby. And you British know, Jews. Those are my kind of people. Somebody yep. who sits back, who sings all pretty and stuff, but then when you talk to them, it's like, fuck shit, damn. I'm like, yeah. you're my kind of people. Yeah, no, she's a good. <laughs> so her new single is produced by Stuart Price, who has Be done yourself, yeah. Pet Shop Boys, Julie. Confession on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot, but in some ways, this is going to sound so weird. It's almost, she's such a good singer that she almost doesn't need that much production, but it's still a great song. When you're working with Madonna, you need a lot of production. But when you're working with someone who's a great singer without the production you don't need that much bells and whistles that said the bells and whistles are great and it's a great song and it's a great lead-off song if this well is we're in the t- dance pop era clearly right, right? i mean i mean the the the, the pop ha- dance pop pop house era where everybody's right. pulling from that deep house catalog the pop house now i will say this kathy dennis are we coming back for a kathy I dennis mean, revival 
Well, you know, well, Kathy Dennison would wait because you know Kathy Dennison's been writing all these. She writes songs for everybody, people. right? Like she yeah. wrote Toxic. She wrote Can't Get You Out of My Head. Like she's written oh, a lot. Go yes, Kathy. That's Kathy Dennis, you know. Oh, okay. Um, right. So I shouldn't have the bake sale for Kathy no, Dennis. She's, she's okay. written a lot of shit. Kath, Kathy's doing all right. I mean, evidently this week, I don't know if you've know this. I don't know if you've heard, Uh-oh. but Beyonce might be putting an album out this week. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. I'll, I'll, let me get back to you. I have to go check something. What? Yeah. Can you Who? believe it? I know. It's like, I think she's put- I mean, there's been no advance word. There's nothing. been no buildup. There's been nothing. nothing. Wow. Now, congratulations to- I'm stunned, Courtney. You take- I, I can't I even it's talk crazy, right now. I'm stunned. Right? I know I'm stunned. Congratulations <laughs> to, to, Miss, to Lady Knowles Carter, because Break My Soul is her biggest pop hit in years. It's in the top 10. But what made me more interesting, the track listing of features samples on this album. I mean, she's released who they've sampled. Grace Jones is fe- is a featured guy. Now, that's, my, now, now that's dangerous. Okay. Now <laughs> my interest is really peaked. <laughs> and she's also sampled Moi Renee on this album. Now, for me... A gay man of a certain age who was around in the clubs when Moi Renee was around uh, and had the one famous hit, Miss Honey. Miss Honey, Miss Honey, don't you hear me calling you Miss Honey? I know you hear me calling you Miss The bitch knew that I'd be back. She knew that I was not gone long, Miss Honey. And my friend Bobby used to love that song. So the fact that that is sampled on there from a track that Honey Dijon my interest is quite peaked so friday come on 29th i'm ready to hear what you got miss beyonce because i think you're really trying to make us dance this summer and i'm not uh, well i think she's trying to, no and she's also trying to get a hit i mean because she's well, she an album hit. she's no i mean a yeah. hit album I mean, well she, she has well her albums are always hits that's the thing about her albums they're always hits not had a flop album so, no, but I but I mean by hit is I think she would like to be more than a think piece at this point. Right, Lemonade right. was was a great album, but it was a think piece album. Yeah, you did not hear. It. She wants to be able to forward and and as she look for me as much as I liked Lemonade and I admired it for me Countdown that's Beyonce for me Crazy in Love. Um, Love Countdown on top. So I know that you know. Four is my favorite album, and that was yeah. The, and, Countdown. Why wasn't Countdown like I perfect will t- song? Do you want? Do you want to know? This is my. This is just my opinion, and I felt that when I was working. Countdown. The the four album came at a very pivotal time. That was first album where she had split with Matthew, and. She was really saying after the huge success of I Am Sasha Fierce, which was just a big pop explosion all around the world, you know, that gave us Halo as single ladies. He did not want to get caught into the trap of just being, I could just make this other pop record. And that was an artist really taking control of her career, saying, I'm going to make the record I want to make. And that's her artist record. And... There was all of this weird shit. I don't know if you remember this. In the press, all of a sudden, it was all these weird blind items like record company not happy. They're scared about new Beyonce album. They don't think it's going to be a hit. It was a weird thing playing out 
in the press. So then the album comes, and now the first single is Run the World. And, you know, I've talked on another show where I felt like that was it, the timing on that is what killed that. So then they got nervous, and they didn't really work it the way they should. So the album comes and it debuts number one around the world, and I felt like they were trying to play on, on the record company side Catch Up. Now, in Europe, the singles were faring much better, like Love on Top and Countdown. Countdown, to me, is a number one record. That is number such one. a... And Love on Top, just those key changes, all of that. Every time she performs that song, everybody loses their shit. Every time I'm out in a club or something, you put on Love on Top, people lose their shit. So it was really a wasted moment. And I don't think they knew what to do with that, Beyonce, because all of a sudden... She gave you these songs that weren't traditional pop, right? And they just didn't know what to do. Yeah. I think that they were like, oh, my God. She's actually, that's when, you know, that like that Saturday Night Live clip when it's like the time when the people realize Beyonce's black. I think that was the moment they realized, oh. Because the songs were much more R&B and focused than they were used to getting. They were always used to getting something that had R&B in it, but it definitely gave you mainstream ready and now here comes this record that's really a different vibe for her which sets her on her path to create freedom for real and they just didn't know what to do and well, i remember it just seemed I really still weird think it'll be interesting like i said i mean look she's gonna do you know she I, this is i think she's two albums away from then kind of going away you know um so I love to hear it. You know, a dance. I have, you know, a smart dance record is always That's such a, great a weird thing. prediction. Why do you think that? Because she's going to be in her mid 40s and the music industry has no use for women past a certain age. That's my that it's not because of her lack Barbara of talent. Barbara Streisand is still on Columbia. It's a records different kind of a different kind of artist. Come on, Barbara Streisand. It's a different kind of artist. Beyonce is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying as far as career and legacy. I think Beyonce. No, I'm be- not saying career or legacy. I'm talking about the public. Is we are youth obsessed, and Beyonce is scrutinized. All women are scrutinized in a way that male artists aren't. I mean, and I think that. Beyonce is someone who image is so much a part of it and it's not it's not that it's fair or not fair and people are not kind to women in this industry. They're not kind to women to begin with. So I'm just saying that if she takes time off, we've talked about this. Do people want to see a 50-year-old woman up there doing dance numbers? I don't know if they do, and it's not fair I, to her. I think a lot of women love her, and I think that she will be I, able I'm to. I'm not saying I women know, don't I'm just, love her. I'm just, I'm just giving yeah. my opinion, which yeah, yeah. is different than yours. I think she will be just fine until the day she decides she doesn't want I think that people will always be receptive to what she's got. And she's I got the, so. she's got that thing with the gay men who the way we love her, the way gay men we love Madonna. We didn't stop. We still even though Madonna's crazy, we still show up for her. You know what I mean? Like right, but she let me still say has this. number uh, Madonna just stopped making the kind of records that could be a Madonna hit. You know, she was like but, I want to do these different kind of records. All right, so it'll be interesting if Beyonce... It, all right, first off, Beyonce and Madonna are completely different people. Beyonce is obviously... There's not as the same issues I, But we're talking Beyonce. about... No, it's not about issues. We're no, talking I'm about like, age. We're talking about age No, and I just think through. that the industry is not very kind to women. That's all. That that was my point. The industry, it's not that she doesn't have the talent, she doesn't have the fan base, she doesn't yeah, have the Yeah, but they don't. But I think but that's such a general statement, right? Because I look at somebody, I'm comparing like a Madonna... 
Confessions on the Dance Floor, she was 45. The music album, she was like 42. You can be in your 40s and still have hits and still going. You know what I mean? I pers- I, I, I think, yes, the industry can be really shady, but she's different. You know what I mean? I think she's a she's in a lane by herself and she can just always keep going and people will show I up and they will so. buy I'm just it saying that every it. article about, and again, Madonna's a whole different, but every article is always prefaced with women artists of their age. They're too old. They're, it's always that. And it's just Yeah, but think about when Madonna was young, how they were writing about her. It was the same. They were dismissing her. They found different things to dismiss her for when she was younger. From the beginning, they always dismissed her. So, of course, just getting older made it easy to say, all right, now she's old. Then they can just throw that Right. On. I mean, what Beyonce has in her favor is that Beyonce is a, a singer. And Beyonce is, you know, has generated, we've talked about this, a lot more goodwill. Absolutely. Um, you know, and Beyonce is a powerhouse in a way. You know, they're completely, it, to compare the two of them, for me, I shouldn't even be doing that because it's not fair because men don't get compared against each other the way women get compared against each other. They're completely different artists. They have, one has nothing to do with the other. They're right. a completely different lane. Yep. I'm just saying that as a woman, in my 60s, I have seen how women are treated as we get older. And that is my, I hope that people are ex- are expansive enough and accepting enough to accept anything that comes from a woman artist when they're in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s, without judging the age appropriateness of it. That's all. That's right. all, you know. Well, the good thing is all- now is she's in her 40s now and she's having one of her biggest hits in years. So good. that that makes me happy. And I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, this is the first record, you know, in years that I've had nothing to do with. So I'm excited to hear it like everybody else when everybody else hears it. I'm excited to see the visuals, and I hope she goes on tour because you know if she makes a dance record, I know she's gonna that, have to tour. Oh, right? you're gonna have to like. There's no way you make this kind of record and, and sit at home and with don't it and bring you like right. you gotta bring this one to the people. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And turn it out and like her. I just feel like that will be a full. Well, maybe good time. maybe a miracle will happen, and I'll finally get to see her perform. I other still than a tr- I know, I know. Me neither. Don't even. Yeah. I couldn't but believe I, that you had never seen Madonna until Madame X. I'm like, yeah. you've seen everybody. How is I know. 20 million well, tours roll through the city? I, I did see, though, Destiny's Child at a track date in a in an amphitheater <laughs> in Miami with Eagle Eye Cherry opening up for them. So top that, <laughs> Courtney Barr. <laughs> Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Montgomery. I was like, do not call. No, I did not. I okay. said Courtney Montgomery. <laughs> oh, that's before yeah. you almost said. No, Montgomery. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I would never. Courtney Montgomery. Oh my god. Can I just tell you something? I'm literally melting. I just yeah, felt let's, like Yeah, we should I wrap just, this up because just, we're like we're literally wait, dripping sweat. And the funny thing is it's like they're like, "Oh, the temperature is going down. It's warm." No, it hasn't. I'm like where, bitch? I'm sweating no, I, like a hoe in church. I, I can't see you right now because my eyes are Ooh. fogging over. All right, and, take us out wait, because Can I'm we drowning. just talk about that shady? Have you seen Things with the shady that Brooklyn pastor who wears all of the designer clothes and the jewelry, who evidently supposed he got robbed on camera, and now he's cursing people out online. There's some crazy y'all. It is just we're living in a bucket of crazy. We are. So on that note, it's Leo season. I don't know what that means. uh, Yes, no, the king (laughs) of the jungle. It's his season. Okay, Leo season. Leo, our time, Leo season. Hi, everyone. 
You know what it is. Thank you for listening to us every week on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Check us out at Pantheon, where there are over 70 dynamic music shows. Every kind of thing you want to know about music, including our expanding to shows talking about the early days of cable. There's a lot of good stuff going on, so check us out there. You can also check us out on uh, Facebook at I'm going to let you finish, all one word. Instagram at I'm going to let you finish in Y. Twitter at Finishima. Twitch at twitch.tv slash Cormonti. We're also now on YouTube. Pantheon has an official YouTube page. (laughs) And our shows, they upload our shows to YouTube. So, uh, yeah, you can well, hear let's us not there, start, Let's not start doing visuals until we stop sweating. We well, really no, and all like of, thank God, everything up there is audio on there. Thank, thank goodness. God. Listen, I, listen, I, <laughs> you know, God. before we were like, let's do video. Then we tried that. And we're like, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that, that was a quick... That was no. a quick one. That was that was like literally like and no. It's like let's nah X nay nah. on the video a X nay on the video skay yeah. It was yeah. not the lick kids. Yeah, no, we lick. would we would have been like those women in the music industry past a certain age. It was like nah <laughs> nah not feeling it. I mean, can I just say? Yeah. So, how's your summer going so far? Like, have you been? You talking to me? Yeah. How's it? How's oh it God, like, it's you... great. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's almost over. Have you been going around to the park around the corner and dealing with all of that shit, the shenanigans and things? No, I don't go anywhere. I, 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 I try to avoid people. But um, you're still doing your Thursdays at the, at the pantry. Yes, and Wednesday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Oh, I didn't know you did more than one. I'm an anointed did. person, Courtney. Oh. I'm a, I, yeah. And on that note. <laughs> I wish you lived close by. I would I lace you with some goodies. I know you said, they, do they have the ice cream? No, 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 no. Oh, God, that was a moment in time. All right, I don't even want to think about that because I think about those ice cream sandwiches and I just, it's like, it was like the best boyfriend I ever had. Next week on this show, when you speak to us, one of us will be one year older Yay! and a little bit wiser. Happy, 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 roar, 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 roar. Happy, what are you, are you doing? Anything for your birthday or are you just No, I've decided aging? this year. Listen, yeah, that part. You know what I mean? I'll probably just uh, go grab something to eat with Fred and Tyrus in the neighborhood. Well, tell church. them. Give them a big hug for me, please. And I'm thinking Saturday, you know. I'm... Oh, Nice. Cool. Kind of hang out. You know, they have house music on the pier. Yeah, they have those great parties there. <laughs> and, and since it's the return of house music, evidently, according to the writers, return to the thing that never went away, I figure I, I will go hear some of it be returned. <laughs> yeah, the best part about this revival of dance music, by the way, is we get to read ad nauseum think pieces by 25-year-olds <laughs> about the return of something. And I personally, as a huge fan of Christopher Columbus, can't wait for that. And but, on and, that note... <laughs> and my favorite part is then they list the important artists in the genre and you read and it's like, that's not the one stuff. But okay, so, but who am I to make a comment? We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.